Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Amen. If you have your Bibles, would you turn with me? I'm going to read one verse in the book of Amos. The book of Amos. Chapter 4. Amos chapter number 4, verse 13. For lo, he that formeth the mountains and createth the wind and declareth unto man what is his thought, that maketh the morning darkness and treadeth upon the high places of the earth. The Lord, the God of hosts, is his name. The Lord, the God of hosts, is his name. Praise God. Praise God. And I want to preach on the subject, the Lord of hosts. We're going to clap our hands one more time before you're seated. And you may be seated. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God, the Lord of hosts. Amen. We hear that term in the Bible quite often, especially in the Old Testament. Now, the word host is another word for army. Amen. Because we hear about hosts when the enemy fought against Israel. Israel had their hosts and, the, and the, their generals. And some, many times the kings like David, we, he would go out with the host, with the army to fight. Amen. But now we are seeing that the Bible said his name is the Lord of hosts. Praise God. Amen. Or he is the Lord of armies. Praise the Lord. Now, we know the name of God is Jesus, and that settled it. Amen. There is no other name but Jesus. Hallelujah. For God. Amen. It's the final revelatory name that's given in the Bible all the way up to the end of the book of Revelation. It's Jesus. Amen. But we know that many uh, terms in the Bible are referred to as the name of God. They are descriptive names. They are uh, names uh, to help us know more about the attributes and the characteristics of God. For instance, amen, when Abraham off, went to offer Isaac up on the mountain and, uh, and God stopped him and there was a ram, amen, that was caught in a thicket, amen, a big uh, uh, like mountain goat, sheep, or whatever, amen. He took the place of Isaac and the Bible says that Abraham called the place Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. So his name is Jehovah Jireh also, amen. And then we know that his name was Emmanuel, which being interpreted as God with us, amen, when we read about the Lord becoming a man. So there are many descriptive names of God in the Bible, and one of them is the Lord of hosts, the Lord of armies, amen. And that is very important today because I want to preach Amen. That the Lord, He's the Lord of armies, and we are in His army, and He's fighting for us, and He's going to help us fight, and we're going to get through everything we can get through. Amen. And everything that comes against us, because He's the Lord of hosts. 
Psalms 24.10. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 46.11. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. You see, God has and God always will fight for his people. Amen. He fought for Abraham. He fought for Isaac. He fought for Jacob. He fought for the 12, 12 tribes of Israel after they were in 400 years of Egyptian bondage. He sent Moses and Aaron to deliver them out of there. And he fought for them with 10 plagues. And he fought for them when he crossed the, uh, the, the Red Sea. He fought for them when they went to the wilderness and they were attacked by enemies like the Moabites. Amen. And some of these other Amalekites that came against them during the wilderness. And he fought for them and he helped them win against them. And then when they crossed over to the Jordan River after Moses died, amen, Joshua was now in charge and he led the people across, amen, to the promised land. And before they ever fought one battle, before, because the first battle was Jericho, before they fought that battle, amen, God appeared to Joshua one evening, amen, outside the camp. And the Bible said in Joshua chapter 5 verse 13, and it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with the sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, but as the captain of the host of the Lord am I now come. And and Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot, for the place whereon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, some people would say, oh, that was just an angel that appeared to Joshua. Oh, no, it wasn't, praise God. Because you remember the only other time, amen, that a voice told somebody to take your shoes off because you're standing on holy ground. I thought it was a burning bush, amen, 40 years before, hallelujah, in the wilderness when God himself spoke from the bush, told Moses, take your shoes off. And I'll tell you another reason why I wasn't an angel. Because any time in the Bible when some person tried to worship an angel, an angel would stop him and said, No, no, you don't worship anybody but God. Yes. Amen. But this angel wasn't no angel. Hallelujah. Yes. This was God. Because when Joshua worshipped him, he didn't stop him. And then he said, What should I do? Take your shoes off. You're on holy ground. I'm the Lord of hosts. I'm the captain of the host of the Lord. Amen. It's significant that God showed himself to Joshua as the captain of the Lord's host. Amen. Letting us know, praise God, some people that, that say that Christians are weak and we just, you know, this and that or whatever. Let me tell you something. We are not weak. Praise God. We are strong in the Lord. And he is the captain of the host. And we are part of the host. It's the church of the living God. And we are the army of God. And we don't need to let allow any enemy to run roughshod over us. 
Amen. Praise God as long as we have the Lord of hosts in our lives. Amen. You see, the promised land is not symbolic of heaven. Amen. Because I read in heaven, when I get to heaven, I'm not going to be fighting anybody up there. I'm not going to be going through struggles and that and whatever. Amen. But the promised land is rather symbolic and figurative of the church. Amen. Because once, because see, when they crossed the Red Sea, amen, the Bible said they were baptized in the cloud and in the sea. Amen. That's your born again experience. And they went into the wilderness and learned a lot about God and got his word and his commandments and got taught. And then they went into the promised land and they fought with the Lord of hosts by their side. Amen. And that's where we are today. We are in promised land territory in the church and we are fighting and we are taking back territory and taking new ground for God. And seeing people saved. Amen. So he always fought for his people. He fought for them during the time of judges. He fought for them during the time of the kings. The Bible said in Deuteronomy 20 verse 4. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory. But you see, we can, when we look at the book of Judges... When, when the people are following God and when the people were keeping his word and when the people were not worshiping other gods, amen, God was on their side and he was fighting for them and they were getting the victory. And as long as they kept his word and followed him, he fought for them. It was only when they, when they went away and they worshiped other gods and they didn't keep his word, that's when they got in trouble. But folks, if we'll just follow God, yes. if we'll just keep his word, yes. amen, no devil or combination of devils yes. or anybody can stand against the church of the living God, the army of the host, the host of the God of heaven. He still wanted them to fight in those Old Testament times, but he told them that he would be with them and fight on their behalf. And we know that Jericho, he marched around and the walls fell, but they still had to go in and fight. Amen. And then the next town and the next town. But see, they had to fight God's way. They had to fight doing with the way God wanted them to do. Amen. He shows us how to fight when we come to him and become part of his army. Amen. It's a different way to fight. It's his way to fight. Psalm 144.1 Blessed be the Lord my strength which teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Psalms 18.29 For by thee I have run through a troop and by my God I have leaped over a wall. God's helping me fight. And 2 Corinthians 10.4 For the weapons of our warfare now as people of God are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So the people of God, we don't, you know, say, let's go out back right now and I'm going to, you know, bust, you know, bust your face or bust a cap or whatever they say. Amen. We don't do that. That's not how we fight. That's not how we, we, we settle disagreements and struggles and all that kind of stuff. We don't do that anymore. We don't do it with our fists or knives or guns or, or anything like that. Praise God. Amen. The Lord will help us fight our battles, but he wants us to fight using his weapons. Amen. We fight spiritually now. We fight using spiritual weapons. Amen. Praise God. 
Amen. We fight using the weapon of prayer. Amen. You want to pray for somebody, amen, that's your enemy? That's the best thing you can do for them. Amen. That's what Jesus told us to do. Amen. We fight with the weapon of fasting. Amen. We fight with the weapon of praise. Praise was used as a weapon in the Old Testament times. They sent the choir and the singers out against the army one time. Amen. You say, that was a terrible thing. No, it wasn't because God told them to do that. Amen. He said, you send the praisers out first and then I'll start this thing off with a bang. And then they went in and cleaned up afterward. Praise God. We fight with the name of Jesus. We fight with the blood of Jesus. And we fight standing on the word of God. And none of these are going to be effective unless we are using faith, folks. Because faith unlocks and faith, amen, activates all of these things in our life. Praise God. God wants us to be meek and humble. Amen. The Bible said Moses was the meekest man on earth. You know, some people mistakenly equate meekness with weakness. Amen. That's the only thing that you can equate that with is it rhymes a little bit. Amen. But meekness and weakness have nothing to do with each other. And I don't think anybody that read the life of Moses and all that he did could say that he was a weak man. He was the meekest man on earth. Meekness is not weakness. Amen. Because God wants us to be meek and humble. Amen. And allow him to fight our battles. Amen. And allow him to do what we, he needs to do in our lives. Praise God. Jesus asked us to turn the other cheek and not to return evil for evil. And that is a way of fighting, folks. That's a, that's a way of allowing God to fight our battles. That's a way of humiliating people, that, uh, enemies uh, that would try to come against us. Because uh, it takes two to fight. But if you're fighting God's way, amen, they're not fighting just you. They're fighting God. Amen. Praise God. And God and I make a majority. God and you make a majority. Turning the other cheek is not weakness. Amen. Romans 12, 19. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. I'm going to repay. Amen. Fight my way. Praise God. Do it in prayer. Do it in fasting. Amen. Do it. Hallelujah. With a humble attitude. And some people don't know what to do with that. And that's a way we fight God's way. You see, the misguided idea that living a life of doing good is not as powerful as living a life of doing evil Amen is a total myth. Amen. That's a Hollywood myth. That's a myth from the world, praise God, that mean people that have no scruples will always defeat people that are trying to live good lives and play by the rules and all that stuff. Oh, no, not when it comes to God, praise God. Hallelujah. There's no truth in that at all because kindness goes a long way in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 4 Verse 32, and be ye kind one to another, 
tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Amen. Kindness is powerful. Amen. There's no greater power than forgiveness. When you forgive somebody, that's powerful. Amen. Hallelujah. And that Lord of hosts wants us to be a forgiving people. Amen. And kindness is one of the nine fruit of the Spirit. There's power in kindness and doing good for God and doing good in the name of Jesus and doing good for the kingdom of God will always be more powerful than doing evil. Amen. It might not look like it to the to the the casual uh, you know observer. It might not seem like it on the surface, but let me tell you something. I read the book and good outweighs and good overwhelms and good overcomes evil. Always. Romans 12, 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That's how we fight. Do good. Do good. In Jesus' name. 1 Peter 2, 15, for this is the will of God, that by doing good, you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Amen. That's the will of God. We fight doing good. And as God's people, we are all the soldiers Amen. Soldiers in his army. We're the soldiers in the host of God. 2 Timothy 2, 3. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're all good soldiers of Jesus Christ. If we're following him and keeping his word and we're born again. Amen. We are good soldiers of Jesus Christ. And as a, as a soldier, sometimes things don't always go our way. Sometimes we don't understand what's going on. Sometimes hardness comes our way and hard times. And he said, endure hard times and hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Because the Lord of hosts is with you. You're not alone on the battlefield. You've got the family of God. You've got your fellow soldier. And you got the Lord of hosts, the captain of the host. Amen. 1 Timothy 6.12 Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Fight the good fight of faith. Folks, we're fighting by faith. We're not by sight. We don't understand everything. But if we follow God, He's going to take us through. We need to do it by faith and lay hold on eternal life. Amen. That's a way of just grabbing hold. Amen. It's almost akin to a wrestling move. Amen. Laying hold. Put, put a headlock on eternal life and say, I got it. I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to heaven. I got, I'm going for eternal life in my life. And nothing's going to take me away from that. Fight the good fight of faith. This is a time to stand strong as the soldiers of the Lord. I know that things are happening in this world so fast. And we know that all of these are signs of the coming of the Lord. Amen. If you didn't think that big, huge underground volcano in Tonga, amen, that caused those tsunamis, amen, is part of the end times, you better believe it is. Because there will be earthquakes, amen, and, and, and a volcano that causes an earthquake, that's an earthquake. Anything that quakes the earth is an earthquake. Amen. And it's going to happen. 
happened, the Bible said. And he said, when you see these things come to pass, look up. Your redemption comes nigh. Amen. I'm coming. But I want you to stay strong. I want you to endure hardness. I want you to keep fighting the good fight of faith. Don't give up. Don't give in. Amen. This is a time to stand strong as soldiers of the Lord. This is a time to go forward and not to retreat. This is a time to make your calling and election sure. And this is a time to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You're not doing this for nothing. You're doing it for Him, and He'll reward everything that's done for Him. Would you stand with me? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My last verse today is 2 Timothy chapter 4. The same Apostle Paul in 1 Timothy 6 that told us to fight the good fight of faith. In his last chapter to Timothy in the second book of Timothy, when he was getting to the end of his ministry and the end of his life, Amen. He told Timothy in 2 Timothy 4, 7, he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. Now this is where we come in. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Amen. Paul said, I fought a good fight. I've kept my course. I've kept the faith. Amen. And I know God's got rewards for me, but he said, it's not just for me. I'm not the only one. I'm just one person in the army. Amen. But unto all them also that love his appearing. Amen. That means his appearing is what's coming. Amen. Next, the rapture of the church when he comes back and calls his people home. He calls his army home. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord of hosts. He's the captain of the Lord of hosts. We don't need to fear. We don't need to be afraid. We just need to thank God. Thank God that he's with us. And he's, he's helping us fight. And he's going to do most of the heavy lifting. But he still wants us to have faith and wants us to use his weapons. Amen. When we are supposed to do what we need to do in our part of being in the army of God. Just want to encourage all of us. Let's not be weary. Let's endure hardness as a good soldier, as good soldiers. And let's finish the race strong. Let's finish. Amen. Because there's no discharge from this war. Amen. We'll finish this war. Amen. When he calls us home. And let's keep on fighting the good fight of faith. Because the Lord, the captain of the Lord of hosts, is with us all the way. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just feel to tell you today that the battlefield we're on right now is sickness. 
And you know, sometimes when we're sick, it can be very lonely because even when you're surrounded by family, you're like, nobody just gets how I feel because it's, it's a very lonely experience, but God knows. Amen. And the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I'll tell you, some of the hardest times is when you're down. And I was actually down this week and, and just felt totally low energy. I wasn't going into work. I was just staying home. And I would get up from bed and, and go eat something. And then that took all my energy. And then I would go lay back down. But let me tell you something. We have to keep the faith and we have to declare healing yes. over our households Amen. and healing over our families. And only Praise God can God. do that. And you know, I love the songs that we sang today because victory is mine. Yes. Healing is mine. And yes. sometimes you have to say, Satan, get behind me. Yes. And one of the things I love that Pastor said is they sent in the worshipers ahead of the army. Yes. You know what? If you only have strength to get up and go to the bathroom, say, I declare healing over my body right now. Satan, get behind me. I plead the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus over my house, over my health, over my family. But this is temporal but it is a battle and we are yes. fighting and you can feel it but i rebuke yes. fear fear is a lie yes. and healing is coming and i just want to tell you that god's got it we are yes. victorious yes. in jesus name thank you jesus thank you jesus what an incredible message thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may god bless you